Welcome to the Brentwood Academy podcast. We are a co-educational, independent college preparatory school near Nashville, Tennessee. Our mission is to nurture and challenge each whole person, body, mind, and spirit to the glory of God. This podcast will give you a glimpse into the stories, lives, and relationships that make BA such a special place. For more information about BA, visit BrentwoodAcademy.com. Now on to today's episode. Hello, everyone. This is Andy Holbrook. I'm Director of Development at Brentwood Academy. I have the privilege to be sitting here talking with two former trustees who we like to call our trustees emeritus, um, who have actually agreed to serve on the board again. I find that fascinating. And I'll just ask if you all can introduce yourself and share a little bit about your connection to Brentwood Academy. Mike? Um, this is Michael Blanton, and I'm a, uh, I think it's been 19 years since I was on the board, the first time around, and, um, and was introduced to it by way of uh, uh, my oldest daughter and eventually my second daughter, uh, Booth, and then Chelsea, both attending here. So uh, that was kind of, uh, as we left Oak Hill, then it was Brentwood Academy. So that, that's how we kind of wound up here, but that's who I am. And I'm Dick Wright. I um, served on the board for uh, 12 years in the in the 2000 period. I don't have the dates exactly, but uh, my primary connection was my daughter Amy, who graduated from here. And I'm very happy to be back. And maybe we'll talk more about why uh, a little bit later. Mm-hmm. That's great. Dick, I know you have a grandchild coming in next year. I'm wanting to hear from you guys. You have grown children now who are Brentwood Academy alums. What are you seeing on the flip side? What are the things that you see um, Brentwood Academy's influence? How has it influenced your kids becoming adults? Would you you start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, well, uh, as, as we think about the mission of Brentwood Academy, um, obviously I wanted a, a college prep school, and co-ed was important for my daughter. Uh, independent was a key thing. And then the idea of nurturing the whole body, mind, and spirit was really an important part of why we ended up choosing Brentwood Academy. And... It was a really great experience for my daughter. I think it caused her to select a Christian college after she graduated. So she went to Wheaton College, which today we're thinking about Billy Graham, who uh, was probably the most famous alum from Wheaton. And uh, while there, she met uh, a young man who was also a guy that had some of the same things in his life that were important to him. And so it's been everything to my daughter. That's great. Yeah, I I would say that for me, the the takeaway is uh, you look back and, uh, you know, we're running so fast with our kids when we are going through school. And you're, you're wanting the best and you're trying to uh, and you're trying to be the best parents. You're trying to figure this thing out. You certainly want them to be people of faith. You want them to be 
undergirded, as the mission statement talks about, nurtured well. But you want them to be, deep down inside of you, you're going, I really hope they get the glory of God, what that means. I hope they, I hope they get that. And yet we're all running crazy. We're running from here to there, from sports to, you know, to tryouts, to auditions, to everything. And in thinking about that a little bit today, I was, I was really thinking about the people that we saw here before we got here. I'll, I'll use uh, uh, George and Julie West, who are uh, just these iconic family for Paul and I as we were coming along going, oh, my goodness, they represent what we want to be when we grow up. And, and then you find yourself uh, doing the same thing where you go, you know what, I'm I hope that I see in my kids that same thing that we were looking at uh, when we were looking at the George and Julie West of the of the the few you know steps ahead of us. And then I look at my kids now, and goodness gracious, I couldn't be more proud of their of what they've all endured, what they've all become as adults, and certainly the influence of BA has to be honored in the middle of that because they had great elementary but they had different college experiences but BA uh, for my girls and for our family I would just say for our family was a unique experience because we saw uh, we saw a school that was able to do everything to the glory of God and take huge changes in the fine arts world that I just was I still can't believe what we got to experience Dick Mm -hmm. in those years so that was amazing. I love hearing you both refer to the mission in such a natural way. It's not a memorized, rote thing, and it, it's in, imprinted on your heart. I can just tell it by what you're saying. Yeah, you just want to be in a community that embraces it. I would tell you that when I first time, I, I've always, I hate to say something so um, matter of fact as though it's trivial to the glory of God, nurtured and brought up in a holistic way. And and we live in a world where words are very cheap, where they're not really um, they're not really honored. And the older I get, obviously, I look at those those um, words, and I I don't say them cheaply. I'm you know, and I and I know Brentwood Academy doesn't, but um, I think that's a um, I think that's an important part. That's a, that's a key part of their culture. Everybody uh, has a mission. I'm in business and. That's one of the first things we do is create our mission and value statement. So everybody has one. Um, but the, the real trick is to impart uh, the words into action, into experience, Absolutely. into reality, so that 20 years later someone comes back because they want more of what that mission was all about. And they want, they want to see that happen with their child. Mm. And the joy that I'm now having in watching just my grandson, uh, the thrill that he's experiencing, just the idea that he's going here, oh my goodness. And so we asked the middle grandson about, he said, well, Jacob's going to BA. Uh, Is that where you want to go? And he said, yeah, I'd like to, Grandpa, but it's awful hard to get in there. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. That's going to keep him working. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What have so the mission has certainly remained a constant 
what what have you all seen and maybe we start with you Michael mm-hmm. what have you seen evolve and grow I know you had a great influence on the fine arts programming so that may be something but yeah I think uh, gosh for me the, to see that turn and grow was like a, a dream come true uh, I remember you know Dave Minigan you have to give credit to Dave he, he put together this beautiful model of this theater that was like this iconic, yeah, that's what we're going to do. And we drove, we took that to every meeting. I mean, I think we took that to taco parties and say, hey, by the way, can we show you a theater that we want to do at Brentwood Academy? So uh, what the impatience that I was back then was going, and we'll get that done next week. Surely we can add a theater and build a fine arts program. And honestly, that was to complement what was already here, the incredible, great work that was being done in sports. Um, I felt like it needed to be, you know, acknowledged on the, on, the, on the fine art side. That being said, Nashville to me always represented, I'm sitting there in a community of writers and musicians and artists that I'm going, Brentwood, Nashville, we have no idea of the magnet that we're pulling down. We do now, but we're seeing people move here by the truckloads, mm-hmm. but, but it's, it pulls people here. And so knowing that there were going to be songwriters, that people that could, it would be a lighthouse for Nashville for this mission statement we keep referring back to. It was really powerful. Yeah, the things that I remember so vividly of that period is that um, uh, Michael was uh, very much the inspiration behind a expansion of fine arts. I remember my daughter was a dancer. There was no dancing program at the time. That certainly changed. Zero. (laughs) And she was the first of the women at this school to start dancing officially at the at the school but there we were and i remember we hired a consultant from uh, uh, a very prestigious school in north carolina to come over here and talk to us about what are the foundations necessary for a fine arts program and the conclusion was 400 kids which is what our enrollment was at the time it's too small you can't do it with 400 so I remember we said, well, we need to be 800. If we're 800, we'll have the foundation. Well, that's not going to work. We don't have the land. And so uh, here we are now today, what, 775 uh, mm-hmm. and uh, on the 80 acres yeah. and, and fine arts, uh, probably beyond what I was even thinking. Yeah, but a lot of people were looking at us like, what are y'all talking about? And, of course, I'm thinking, we'll do that next year. We'll have 800 next year, which was like... Yeah. That's my kind of crazy impulsive. Yeah, we'll just get that done. But God uh, has a plan, typically. He does. <laughs> but the other thing, uh, when you ask about what is it that's constant, mm-hmm. um, I think I think the key constant aspect is that um, is leadership. In that, <coughs> I was at this board meeting the other night, and there's Bill Brown down at the end of the table. Uh, that is unique in all types of organizational situations that uh, the founder of the school is sitting there and we're going to have the 50th anniversary next year. Mm -hmm. I mean, amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, those two men have demonstrated something and showed the community and showed business people and creative people how to do it. Yeah. Haven't they? Yeah. And done it with integrity, which uh, actually now jump 20 years later since I was here doing that and the Boy, has 
the world changed. The boy has has yes. the dynamics of the world changed. It has the, I mean, the issues of the world. I, I don't almost want to say it because it's just so polarizing to even talk about it. But it has changed. And that being said, brings us to the place of going. It's still about the vision and what we're trying to do every day with these kids at this place in time at Brentwood Academy. That's just incre- it, as beautiful as it was back then. It's even more important now. Mm-hmm. Even more important now. Dick, you mentioned the leadership. It is so unusual to have only two heads of schools mm-hmm. in a right. school situation. You are on. I understand. You are on the 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 founding um, the the finding committee. Sure. Um, and found Kurt for us. Can you kind of walk us through what that experience was like? What drew you to him? What? How did you yeah, know he it, was our man? It's it is a, it's a good story. I'll try to uh, be concise. But uh, I was uh, chairman of the search committee, and um, we had representatives of students, faculty, leadership, parents, alumni, and. We went about the process in the textbook manner that you do. And as you know, it's a long process. So we went out, scoured the country. Uh, We had 70 applications that were worthy of review. That was trimmed and trimmed and trimmed until we got to a point that we were down to, I think, 13, and we made trips out to the schools. And then we further winnowed it down to three finalists that we had come on campus and spend time in designated programs of visits for us to then make a decision. And we were at the meeting to make the decision, and we all felt like any one of the three would have been acceptable, would have been worthy of running the school. But as we looked around at each other, we did not feel like we had the person that God wanted for that school. We, we just didn't feel that way. And so we decided at that late point in the process to start over. And within two weeks, Kurt's name came up from somebody that was helping us and said, there's this guy in Miami, he's just surfaced. Two weeks after that, he came here, and within two days of that visit, we made a decision that that is who we've been waiting for. That's incredible. And that's the family and the man that needs to be running our school. And we were so much at peace at that point in time Mm -hmm. that we said, Okay, Lord, thank you. Mm-hmm. And we uh, went through the process of getting it over the, over the hurdle. And uh, here he is. And who would have thought a 17-year commitment to our school? That's so unusual. Because the succeeding headmaster of the original has a length of stay of about three years. They're, they're not successful because it's a tough Transition. transition and people have expectations and it just doesn't work yeah. but ours did <laughs> <laughs> it was great it's very special to watch Kurt honor Mr. Brown mm. um, just with absolute his heart is filled with yes. uh, respect for Mr. Brown and you can well all of it. our consultants said to us do not have the 
existing headmaster on the search committee. We put them on the search committee. <laughs> they said, do not let them have any office or any space inside the school. We gave them an office. And then they said, well, don't let them attend any meetings. We let them attend all the meetings. <laughs> and it was because they were two different people. Mm -hmm. uh, Bill Brown and Kurt Masters mm -hmm. were not the normal, and um, we've been the beneficiary of it. Mm -hmm. It. The BA I know, I've been here seven years, the BA I know you all helped to shape very clearly with the expansion of the middle school, the fine arts programming, certainly our leadership. Um, what in the world would make you want to come back? You've already made such a significant impact on our community, our school, and I, you know, as a newcomer to this community, I'm so grateful. I'm just curious what's drawing you back? Uh, that, that's a great question. Um, once again, I look at the families. The, um, uh, the current chair is a family member. Casey Powell is my first cousin. Mm -hmm. So as we moved here and plugged into uh, the Nashville community and then we bragged on our Brentwood Academy years, Casey and his family moved here from Texas kind of watched us like we'd done with George and Julie and then that led to a you know eventually they're, they're plugging their uh, four kids in here mm -hmm. so uh, so uh, when the question came up would you be interested I'm, go I'm going probably digged into is like okay so you want us to do what come back and 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 you do feel like you have more appreciation you do have more wisdom you have more experience that you can draw on that if that can be if that can help a place like Brentwood Academy, I, I uh, absolutely wanted to serve and, and plug back in. So it was it was more of the the timing and knowing I've got family here and knowing that I've got I've got kids coming. So if I can help do it, that that's what I'd like to do. Well, from my side, I've um, tried to be very discriminating about what it is that I do do because um, there's a lot of demands and I don't want to do something without a full effort and so um, as I thought about the request um, a couple of things came to mind one is I uh, very much like to be challenged and I think that uh, being on a board of a school this size with everything that you have to deal with these days that it, you you do fit into that uh, the second is I want to contribute to something beyond my own you know personal well-being every day and the third is a selfish one um, I missed the camaraderie and I actually missed the whole social connection that I had with that group of people That's when I true. was here because I lost it when I left and I liked it and yeah. so I kind of wanted to be connected with those people that were yeah. board members and it would be a younger group I love it well let me just say on behalf of the entire community we're so grateful to have Thank you. your Thank perspective you. your willingness to serve and take Brentwood Academy to a new level. Um, I wonder, just maybe in closing, to the families that don't know Brentwood Academy, would you have any anything that you might share with them? Why mm -hmm. they need to be open? Why why they might fall in love with BA the way that we do? Right. Anything that might? Be yeah, you know what I would say is, um, gosh, I, you immediately made me think about churches and everything, other schools, other community things. I've been been on the board of TPAC and 
been a part of different board things, and there's just no perfect community ever trying to be involved with the development or building of something. There's just it's people that are fighting to, you know, come together and do something significant together. To what Dick was saying, it's the community is really powerful, and you want that. And then ultimately to see. Um, if I were a parent looking, I'd be going, are there people there that I would like my family to look like or I'd like to be? Love that. I would love to connect. If I could just figure out how did they do it, how did they get through all the teenage crazy years, and you could see families, and you can at Brentwood Academy, and you can at other places. But, and that's why I say there's no perfect place, but the truth is if you can find those people, then, um, then look for it, search for it. Uh, find the families that represent um, that represent those pieces of what you want to be. And don't be afraid to step into it. Now, there will never be a perfect place, but there, there are great places to help you speak to your children, to help them find themselves, and uh, to be lights in the world. I really believe that. Yeah, I um, think those are really good points. And as I, as I think about it from my perspective, the, um, uh, you want a place that's demanding, because you want the kids to be challenged and you want something, you want a place that sets standards and that those standards uh, have to be met and they're consistent. They're communicated, they're consistent, and they'd be the kind of standards that you would hope would be set in your own home. So if you can, if you can do that and, and it's a loving uh, community and that you can think about the fact that you can give your kids a head start in setting some foundational um, pillars for what they're going to deal with in life. I mean, it'd be nice if they went to college with a good, solid foundation instead of having to figure it all out there. Now, they're still going to be dealing with things, but, boy, the idea that you could really have them grounded coming out of here is uh, what I would have people really give a real yeah, a, real thought to uh, and then maybe they'll uh, have a have a shot at dealing with what uh, what's going to hit them mm, I love that I've experienced that I agree wholeheartedly mm-hmm. well listen I is there anything else you want to add I mean I, I hate to oh this is fun let's just I know just you going. all are just a wealth of knowledge and entertainment for me so thank you <laughs> anything well, else i'm you? just kind of um excited about what's next i mean we're i'm a builder you're a builder absolutely we like to think about where where are we going and it doesn't necessarily have to be more of this or more of that but what is it that we can do better and what is it that we can do that really honors and glorifies God in a new and different way and how how can we uh, serve these kids so that uh, they come out of here uh, even better than than what ours did yeah I think I, uh, the thing I think about is my dad who uh, passed away at 89 and uh, I moved him out here in his early 80s to move to uh, late 70s here to Nashville and what I admired about my dad was this ability to change he, he literally had, uh, he just had, he could be going straight down, you know, one highway and then just through conversation and discussion could make a change and go, you know what, we need to change. Instead of defending his lane, he would change. And I love that. And I think that's what I love about Brentwood Academy. 
that that I will take away is that you know the fine arts program, the Kurt Masters. Uh, there's every day in the school. There's got to be. We got to change. And and there's people saying no 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 let's not change. And then there's people saying we got to change. And somewhere in there you've got to have a you've got to have a, uh, a situation where people are willing to take the risk, change, deal with the, this wasn't perfect, and get on to the next thing because that's does what gets me excited about well, what, what's going to be tomorrow? What's coming tomorrow? What are we going to be? So um, so I'm looking forward to the future with you, yeah. my friend. Yeah, it'll be great. Too. It'll be great. Feelings mutual. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for yeah. your time Thank you. and All your right. service. Thank you. Thanks for listening. It's always great to hear the wonderful stories, moments, and insights from members of the BA community. If you have an idea for a podcast episode, we want to hear it. Just visit BrentwoodAcademy.com forward slash podcast to submit your episode idea today.